Hi, everyone, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borquez, and I'm here with a very special guest. After we just recorded an over three-hour podcast with Sarah, I'm here with Chad. Hey, everybody. It's been a while. It's good to be back, back in action. Um, the Facebook group has erupted, um, demanding a wellness check on you, Chad. Um, I think people, you know, are worried about, you know, everything that's going on and just want to check on you. I've been, you know, keeping it, keeping it real, you know, staying strong. Even hashtag stay homing. Yes, pretty much. Um, no, no, everything's good. Our family's, you know, doing very well right now. We're healthy. We're we're good. We are wishing the same for your families and hope you guys are all doing good, too. We just um, wanted to give you some extra content. And we know that that was a super long episode with me and Sarah, our question Q&A episode. We didn't even get... So What this is what we did, Chad. Um, we put a post up in the Facebook group, which if you guys didn't know, Chad is actually in the Facebook group. He doesn't use it, but he is in there. Mm-hmm. And we said, if you have any questions, let us know. And we got flooded with questions. And that three-hour podcast was half of the questions. We didn't even get all the way through. And what were some of the questions? Like, um, how long were we engaged before we went through the drive-through? Oh, was it about us? Like, personally? Yeah, some oh, were wow. personal questions and others were like, you know what couple do you think is going to break up first? Here, let me, let's, let's ask you that out of the Vanderpump rules couples, Mm -hmm. who do you think is going to break up first? I mean, I would say the most likely to break up would probably be Jax and Brittany. I just don't see that lasting very long. You know, I chose Tom and Ariana. Ooh, that's a good one. And Sarah chose Tom and Katie. Only because I think Tom and Katie have been through a lot of issues. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they just kind of have a way of getting. Through I think their they're stuff. too lazy to like leave each other. Yeah, that's actually kind of a good point. They're yeah. too lazy to start over. Again. Yeah, like yeah. they're like neither one of them is gonna like literally pack up and leave. Yeah, or Tom and Ariana because um, she just seems like she's um, you know shown her unhappiness in this you know relationship. Not not with him, but like more with like relationships. Yeah, like like possibly like a change is coming for her. Like um just relationships in general. She doesn't doesn't want to get married. She doesn't want to have kids. I just feel like yeah, it's like her whole um you know, I I just I truly think we're just seeing like the blossoming of of Ariana. I think that she is like one of like the the characters that like truly you can see from the beginning to where she is now is like truly changed. Like she is evolving, she's changing. And um I think like out of all of them, like she's possibly gonna make a move first. I don't know. I just have a feeling. And then maybe Tom will end up being with somebody who wants the same things that he wants. You know? Yeah. Or maybe he's finding something about himself too. I, I don't know. Like I just like I I really think both of them they'll find their way, you know. But with um with Jackson Brittany, I just once again I I got to go back to um he's on a Jax is on a like a kick right now it seems like like a like a good boy kick or a you know like when you get on certain kicks like a health food kick or a vegan right. kick, right? Mm-hmm. He seems like he's got that sort of person like an addictive personality where he's like goes all in on certain things. Right doubles down and then just kind of walks away after yeah. you know he loses interest um 
he's doing this whole thing and it's just not him you know you know the the scene that really kind of showed that was when um jacks and Brittany went to lisa's house to pick up their gift to get the teapot yeah and I don't know exactly what Jax is wearing, but I kept imagining in my mind, like just pictured in my mind of him sitting there in like a like a like a polo t-shirt, like a bright colored polo t-shirt uh-huh. buttoned at the top with some slacks and loafers. Like a, like a little Sunday outfit. Yeah. Just like, you know, like, yeah, I don't even think he was really wearing that. But I just imagined it in my mind when I saw him sitting there with his with his face and Brittany sitting there. They just didn't. It just seems way out of place for Jax. Like he's not that guy. You know, um, it'll be so interesting to see, like, who's going to crack under quarantine. Because think about it. Like, now he can't go out and he can't, like, go do all the things. Like, maybe, like, secretively, like, you know, he, he has to put that outfit on when he's with Brittany. Or they have to, like, go do family things. Like, go to Home Depot and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But right now, he can't. And he can't really escape, you know his life it'll be interesting to see what happens i mean this is a real test right now of of being around your significant (laughs) others or family and keeping your wits about you because you guys i mean imagine being with your family your brother your sister your mom and dad constantly they also are in like a very wonderfully privileged space right now where they have a lot of money they're not they're probably not stressed about the normal day-to-day things that maybe other people are. So they are lucky in that way. But I think that, you know, even like your reaction to the world when things like this are going on are very telling. And um, uh, Heather McDonald saw Jax at Ralph's um, yesterday and they were both wearing face masks um, in the aisles, which I thought was interesting. Like I was like, that's pretty, um, uh, what's the right, responsible of Jax to wear a mask. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's also a good time to be a celebrity and go out if, yeah. if, if people are wearing face masks. Chad w- made me wear a mask today to go to Target and I, no one else was wearing one, you guys. I was so <sighs> embarrassed. Holly is so irresponsible. Okay, everybody, <laughs> I don't know if it's completely necessary. I really don't know, but I've worked with but I thought, medical professionals for years. I thought years. that the governor like now recommended that every time you're going out or driving, you need to wear a mask I mean, in just California. Re- regardless, okay? I, I mean, these things are microscopic, whatever. The the point is, I, I'd say, is that you, if you want an extra layer of protection, doctors wear face masks. Yeah, I mean, or, if you have it, why not? I, yeah. I, I don't know. But it was embarrassing. Anyways, but then I was like, it's well, J- I was like, Jax did it, so I can do it. Well, this also, it gives celebrities a nice layer of protection where they don't necessarily, you can't really be seen right now. You yeah. know, everybody's wearing face masks. Everybody looks anonymous and nobody wants to get near each other, so... I'm not. I'm sure they're not bothering Jax or whoever. <gasps> I just thought of a TikTok. What? When you just said face masks, okay. like there could be like a um, a Visco girl face mask, mm-hmm. and she could be like, "I dropped my face masks." Okay, that's it. No, I'm saying that the celebrities right now don't have to worry about being bothered because of the whole yeah distancing. They're like, rule. "Please step back." Yeah, yeah, and no, I don't think anybody wants to get near them you know you know when i was at target today um like this girl I, I was like i felt like everyone was looking at me but as i walked by um there was like this girl right behind me and i thought she was talking to me she's like alexis and like i turned like so she could see that like i wasn't alexis but alexis was right next to me mm-hmm. and do you know what they did what they hugged 
Oh my gosh. They're like, good to see you. And they hugged. And I wanted to say, excuse me, remember, you're not supposed to do that. You should have. I know. But I was Missed scared. opportunity. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, wait, wait, wait. So uh, on that note, okay, um, it's also funny to see that, um, uh, you know, the the uh, Watch What Happens Live. We watched that the other day. Oh, my God. And it was everybody was on their couch broadcasting on whatever that app is. Zoom. Yeah. Um, and, you know, are they really self-quarantined? You really think they're staying home? I do, yeah. I mean, that's another thing. It's that nobody really has a choice because there's really nowhere to go. I mean, you can go to the grocery store. I mean, but the malls are closed. The theme parks are closed. Um, one of my friends tried to like go to Palm Springs for Easter weekend and uh-huh. get an Airbnb, and like, like literally was like gutted, like do you think like it is okay to do that? Like if you're going from place A to place B to quarantine again, like you're going to not go out, but you're going to be at this house. Like, is that okay? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, gosh, I don't, I mean, I don't know. It, like it's a little questionable, you know, but well, it's your choice, you know? Yeah. Um, as they went to book the place, they Airbnb declined it and said that unless you are an essential worker that needs a place to stay, like in Palm Springs, because you are working as like a essential worker, uh-huh. you can't come. So, so, so like you literally have to be there for essential business to rent an Airbnb. I don't know if that this was only like one instance or if this is how it's working. I'm not sure, but they were declined to even. Like the choice got taken away because they couldn't even book it. Do you think this was a sort of like a private Airbnb or or do you think this was more of like a business? You know how sometimes Airbnbs are owned by bigger yeah. businesses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or do you think this was just like a private Airbnb? I, I am pretty sure that like this is how it's supposed to be across the board. But I thought that was interesting because I'm not going to lie. I was on Airbnb like just dreaming that we could do that too. But um, I mean, it's like frivolous to like waste money on that right now but um it said it said like come um isolate here in palm springs and there's like these like all the coachella houses are available like these huge places for like 99 dollars a night Mm -hmm. and so it's very tempting but i i think that like it must say somewhere that like it has to be essential because otherwise like what would stop everyone from being like you know what there's no more school the rest of the year let's head over to maui let's go there let's stay the rest until summer yeah like and you can't have people doing that it's not fair yeah yeah it's not safe um so i mean let's get it you want to get into the episode i mean this is no well first i want to get into like a couple other things so First, I want to say it's 1241 right now. Yes, it's very late. It's very late. And Chad was not quite in the mood to podcast, you guys, but he's really revved up. So I appreciate that. <laughs> um, and I just wanted him just to come on. And so, you know, we, you guys could just have like one extra little like snippet of something. I know everybody's at home right now and it's nice to have some entertainment. I mean, I think, you know, the stars for... Netflix and HBO on the go and, and stuff like that. And we that. also had like something else that I forgot to mention on the last one that I wanted to say on this. Is anybody playing Animal Crossing? Chad and I got Animal Crossing. 
I pretended to get it for Ronnie because I was like, Ronnie, look at there's like this really cool game, but I really wanted to play it. So we downloaded it, which we'd never downloaded anything on the Switch. And it was like such an easy process. Like, why did I ever buy a game at Target in my life? I don't know. Yeah, it's a good, you know, it was like quick. I mean, it took a little while to download, like an hour. You have to. Not bad, though. I mean, it could have been worse. You have to. Sometimes you have to get a little bit of uh, space in your Switch. Yeah, I think we need to get this. If you have a Switch, sometimes they take those mini SD cards and it adds to the capacity of the thing. But we are wondering if anybody else is playing. If you guys are, email me and let me know like how to find you. I'm like, we'll go to your island or something. But Chad is like taking it to a whole other level. Right now, there's like this Easter egg. They're like this little bunny on the island. And so you can collect all this Easter stuff. Chad is like completely redone the house and all easter stuff (laughs) and he he like goes hunting and like so we're having like he'll play for a little bit then he'll be like here and then i like look at all the new stuff he's done and it's really fun yeah like i like building the things for holly and the kids and i mean i'm really like addicted to this game like seriously i mean here's (laughs) the thing about this it's i've always been a fan of these types of games they call them like role-playing games i love these games growing up like when i was um you know, a kid. Uh, the original Nintendo system was yeah. my was my thing. I'd wake up in the morning and run to that thing and spend hours playing, like Legend of Zelda. And, uh, you know, searching I've, for. I've never played a role play game when I had Super Mario Brothers and like and like the like the ridiculous Olympic game, like many, with the little pad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I was growing up, many kids and Duck Hunt. Many kids, exactly. Duck Hunt. Many kids that I knew didn't play the games that I liked. They didn't like these types of games where you go and you hunt for treasures and I maps mean, did you also things. like Dungeons and Dragons? Yes. You that, did? Yes. That was the type of thing I was into. Oh. I love that kind of stuff. Just kind of like delving into fan- like a fantasy world, like a different world. That was always my thing. Do you think any of the Vanderpump Rules people play video games? I, I feel like Jax would. I don't know. I'm not a big video game player. Like I know it's become a... Uh, like when I was a kid, it wasn't... Um, it wasn't a good thing to play video games. It was like you were uh, like a bad person if you did that. You, it was looked down upon, extremely looked down upon. Like, get off that damn video game system. I had my, my um, you know, parents had threatened to throw my Nintendo out many times because I was on it all the time. So it wasn't a good thing. It was definitely not a good thing. Um, so I kind of grew out of video games, just, you know, moved on. So I know a lot of older adults from the time they were kids still play video games but that's something i haven't done in years probably since i was like 13 or 14 something like that's probably when i stopped so it's new i mean we i just picked it up while we were kind of home so it's fun i like it chad likes video games and cereal yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i've been having a hard time finding almond milk did you see I had yeah. to get like almond cashew milk? Like what the heck is that? Yeah, yeah. Does it that, taste weird? Did you try it? Yeah, it's a little weird. It's, it's That takes a little getting used to. Yeah, know. the only thing they it's had was like flavor. this organic almond milk and it was like a ridiculous price. And I was like, that, I don't think like you and the kids are just going to waste it. Well, that's another thing. It's like the food situation um, is not too bad. Thank goodness. I'm really thankful for food still being on the shelf. Yeah, that's cool. You're still able to buy it if you have the money. I know a lot of people are out of work right now. It's terrible. Um, but the choices are, like she just said, an alternative sort of thing to what you typically get. Like, uh, 
you know, there's... Or like the toilet paper brands and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's like, okay, so like the peanut butter, you look at peanut butter, you can't get like regular Jif peanut butter. You have to get like the low calorie Jif peanut butter or, yeah. you know, something like that, right? So... Peter Pan. Yeah. Um. Okay, you guys, really quick before we jump, Chad and I are just going to jump into like a little touch on last week's episode just a little bit. But before we do that, in our three hour podcast that um, is loaded before this, I talked a little bit about a giveaway that we are doing for our listeners. And this giveaway was gifted to us. This is not a sponsored um, poster or podcast, anything like that. This was given to us. And it is a product that I ordered for myself that I just wanted to share with you guys. Um, It's called Simon Wolf CBD. That's S-I-M-O-N-W-O-L-F-F. CBD. So I ordered this. Um, I ordered some bath bombs because I was like, you know what? I, you know what? I did it for, I feel like I did it for Valentine's Day or something. I was like, F it. I deserve it. Um, and I didn't really get to tell you guys about the bath bombs on the last podcast. So just really quickly, these are the ones that I ordered. Um, one is called um, the Go Get em Killer. And um, it says... Ultra Energizing CBD Bath Elixir. Jumpstart your soak with a high-octane dose of CBD and a pop of fresh citrus. And let me tell you, it's just nice to have something to throw into your bath that makes you feel good. The other one is called the Chiller, and it's an ultra-relaxing CBD bath elixir. Dissolve your tension away with this dreamy soak. So they have sent us some of these. If you guys... um, Answer the question right. We'll put you in the drawing to get to, I'll, I'll mail you one of these. You can have an awesome bath um, on Simon Wolf. And the question is, what is Sheena's sister's name? What is Sheena's sister's name? Vanderpump Rules Party at gmail.com. Um, so, yeah. Um, and again, the CBD is absolutely magical. And let's be honest, what are things that we can do during this quarantine besides take a bath, wash our hands, and have sex? All things that are included in this. Spoil yourself. Spoil yourself, yeah. Um, So we have hand sanitizer too, you guys. Let us know. Like if you have no hand sanitizer and you are desperate for this, send me an email. Like I want to get it to you. Thanks to Simon Wolf CBD. They have sent us this which is so kind. So um, let's support them. They are listeners. These are our people. Let's support them. Small that, business. That was a nice surprise too, getting the hand sanitizer and that because you know hand sanitizer is sold out. It was just like everywhere. so kind, like to like like literally the note that they wrote was um, they wanted to do something for our listeners, for you guys to like just like chill you out a little bit, you know, and it's just super cool how was that bath pretty relaxing yes but um i don't know if i should have said this i don't know but i dropped two in mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was just like like I, I i literally i needed that extra hit mm-hmm. like that's how it felt and it was just like so nice and i did the bath like as hot as possible and i just sat there and put you into like a, a relaxation coma it just, yeah, it's, um, I don't know how, it, like, it truly is like an energizing, relaxed feeling. It's really, I mean, you know how the CBD cream is, like, mm-hmm. when you use it, like, it just, like, melts away the tension and the stress. I don't know. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah. 
Okay, so yeah, email us Vanderpump Rules Party at gmail.com. Okay, so Chad, we I mean, like my dream is to always like recap the episode with you as well as Sarah, but we just haven't been I don't know how we haven't been finding the time. I think we're both exhausted by the time we're able to meet up, so it hasn't been happening. But maybe next week it will. Yeah. So um, let me just tell you what happened in this episode. And if anything sticks out to you, you can stop me. Are we combining two episodes here? No, let's just do one. Let's just talk about last week. Okay. It was the prank wars. And it started out with Lisa at the um, horse stables and asking for her her horse to talk. She was like, parlay, tardon, tardon, parlay. Um, And the dog, the the dog, the horse is all, nay. (laughs) <laughs> um oh another thing that um we watched tonight on disney plus was um elephants i think that's what it's called with um what's her name megan markle narrating oh she's narrating yeah i thought she was just talking about it like advertising no that was her voice oh, like that's great. who we were listening to oh wow i didn't know she sounded like that i mean either i, I was imagined so her to be thrown off i for- keep forgetting that she's american I know, but her voice sounded so no, like... No, no, She's not American. Isn't she Canadian? I don't know. No, she's American. Sorry, everybody. I really don't know. I thought she was British. She's not. No, she, no she's not. Okay, she's not. Um, oh, one of the questions that's coming up in the Q&A, we didn't get to it yet, but... Is some, Meghan Markle British? Someone said, who recorded the first intro? Was it you or Sarah? You know, talking about <laughs> the, welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. No. Uh, that was my favorite intro. I really Me too. Oh, I, love I, that I think intro. I feel like we should just bring it back. I thought it was fun. It, it was, was fun. I loved it too. It was really cool. I liked it. Me too. Um the uh episode Okay. I mean the way it starts, I, I don't I don't know too much about the beginning of this. I'm sorry guys, I gotta I gotta admit, I don't know what the hell happened here in the beginning. What was this all about? It's well I mean, I'm not even going to really get into it with you because it jumps around so much that this um, we've been talking about this, but like the new this new with the new cast, like it jumps from like now we're now James is going to AA. Now Raquel's dropping him off. Now Raquel's picking him up. Here's the new people. Oh, oh, oh. You know, it's like it's too much. Jumping. What's the overall arc of the season? Because I feel like, you know, the arc of the season is like that. Well, Brittany and Jack's getting married and See, like that's, married life. Th- okay, that's where it's kind of throwing me off right now because it was like this big uh, climax, a build up, yeah, build up, and then like boom, just like bleh, you know, it's like where the hell are we now? It's just like married life is like. Well, depressing, man. But in the coming attractions, we see that Jax is going to blow it. So I kind of naturally, yeah, I feel like something's coming um i i one of my friends posted this thing um about like the coronavirus and how um people are still not taking it seriously or like Mm -hmm. they don't know how to act and like follow the rules basically that to you know lower the curve or what's it called flatten the curve yeah um and so it showed these people it was like world war ii and the soldiers were walking through this field Mm-hmm. And one of them was carrying a donkey on his back. And they're like, this guy wasn't carrying a donkey because like it was his friend or it was cute or, you know, like to, to be a, to like have a random photo. Uh-huh. They are carry He was carrying the donkey because there was a minefield. Like there was, there was bombs placed in the, 
ground or whatever. Yeah. And so if they let the donkey just go around, like all of them could have been blown up. So the guy had to put the donkey on his back to control where the donkey would go. Huh. And so they're like, that's, um, it's like, that's how it is like with the jackasses of this this whole virus because like they're going out and they don't know what they're doing and they're touching everything and like ruining it for everybody else yeah anyway so that but it actually made me think of jacks taylor because it's like this wedding just happened everybody thinks that like okay so now what like now what do we do dude he is like like a bomb is about to go off. Mm-hmm. He is a ticking time bomb waiting to erupt. And Brittany and Kristen and everybody's walking through the field and something's going to happen. I mean, they're, yeah, exactly. They're blindly following this guy. Like, you didn't just uh, witness the last seven or eight seasons of Jax Taylor at his finest. Like, where do you not learn your lesson here? Like, he's way too high on his horse right now. Like, it's, I mean, it's it's just insane and it's like like we're supposed to forget everything that he's ever done and just be like yay i mean they literally had a uh episode stassi had an episode on her podcast a few years back or a couple years back of how jack's is he a sociopath remember that yes that's when you could make fun of jack's and everybody was on board with that now all of a sudden they're all a little too afraid to say anything and that comes i think from his major clout on the show you know what i mean no he somehow he like he tricked everybody i don't think so i think he turned it around and he made it so that they are um like top dogs on the show and they can't be questioned or they because what's going to happen is see this is what happens in in the the jungle of of popularity right this is this is how it goes okay people politic against you okay this is how it goes down politicking okay that's when you have a certain amount of pull or weight with the friends because Mm -hmm. they like you for some reason or they they feel like they can get something from you by being in close proximity in jacks and britney's instant uh uh examples there you know, you you can be around them and you're going to get fame too or you're going to get popularity or, you know what I mean? Like you're going to get something from by being friends with them. Yeah. At least, at least you're not going to get uh, dogged out by them. You're not going to get crapped on. Yeah. Right, at the very least. Okay, so um, they're pulling weight, right? So they start politicking on people, which is throwing out... Uh, uh, knocking him down you know tom is you know tom's jealous you know tom's got this and this going on he starts putting out the word so anybody that starts to go against jackson britney or upset them jackson britney start throwing out the uh the daggers and getting those people kind of not like ban- like blackballed in a way so yeah. if you go near those people you're going to be blackballed too and then the whole crew starts to follow along with that. Do you think they had a conversation and they made that pact? No, I think it's a natural progression. I think it's a natural progression anytime there's a group that starts to behave in this way, like a uh like a pack mentality. But it starts to become in it starts to to surface in this way of like extreme sort of popularity and 
like blackballing, you know? Hmm. Like it happens a lot in Hollywood, right? Where somebody's on top, somebody's like the ish, like, you know, the new top dog in the industry. Somebody who's very popular is uh-huh. going to hit song, right? Everybody wants to be around that person, even though like a year ago, no one knew who they were. Yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah. Care, right? Everybody wants to be around that person. But why does anyone want to be around Jax? It, like I said, close proximity to sort of fame and just being like on right now, being very popular and and liked within the sort of circle of friends in the media. They're coming up. Yeah, but to me, that's like all questionable. Like I, I could, mean, I could politic against that. You could, yeah, you could, but you'd have to have like the only person I think that could do that right now. First off, you got to have a cl- squeaky clean record. You can't have any skeletons in your closet or minimal skeletons in your closet or expose yourself yourself. Mm-hmm. Pull the, cl- the skeletons out yourself and expose yourself so they don't have anything to stand, a leg to stand on, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, Tom can't do that really right now, I don't think, because he's got too many issues and Jax is, tr- Jax is pulling out all the stops on that guy. Yeah, yeah. If you I- noticed, he keeps referring back to... Tom and Ariana, not a real relationship. Glorified roommates. Friends. Yeah. Not in a relationship. Doesn't want, don't want kids. Yeah. He keeps pulling this over and over again. And it's like, what is he trying to tell us? Yeah. You know? And why does that, I mean, why does that matter if they're not in a real relationship? Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. Like, why does that matter exactly? But it's, um, you know, what would be great is if, um, if Tom like truly, like like when he said it, said why does that matter, Jax? And like if Jax truly had to answer that question, like it would be amazing. Yeah, because he would get himself into a lot of trouble. Oh yeah, definitely. Because that's and like by him saying that, it's frustrating to us as viewers because like we see what he's saying if you read between the lines, and um, it all aligns with everything else he's been saying. You know, like it's everything adds up. It really does. Yeah, it's very loaded. It kind of points to who he actually is yes, and how he thinks totally exactly how he thinks um so you know this is what i see is this whole sort of group think and popularity and blackballing and politicking and like i said the only people who could kind of uh, challenge that are other top dogs stassi you know for one she can kind of challenge that. And you could see how they don't go after her, really. You mm-hmm. know, they don't really mess with her. They don't say anything negative. Have they said anything negative about Stassi, Brittany, or Jax? Have they said anything about No, her? no. That's why I I, I personally, I, I, I like your theory. And I think that it could be, you know, they could just be not talking about it and just going with the success of the show and whatever but i truly think that jacks Brittany, stassi Bo, tom and katie lala and randall have sat down and said listen we're gonna ride this as long as we can and we in this circle are protected we don't sell each other out and we're gonna take down as the entertainment will take down everyone else i think it's a more unspoken thing but you're you could be right you could be right they're that- too dumb like i mean they have to they have to spell it out i feel like i mean I mean, that's strategic. That's like survivor shit, you know, but. But the, I guess the problem in my theory is Tom and Ariana um, t- 
T. Sandy is a big time planner. And I know that he is from like, if you go back and look at season one through three, he carries like, we always say, oh, Kristen carries the episodes. So does T. Sandy. Like, look at how hard he has worked from the beginning. He he loves a little storyline and he loves his angles. So I I don't know. I have a feeling that he has a plan in this too. Well, also, I think that they have um, people like Kristen and um, Tom have a lot of dirt on these people because yes. they're listeners. Yes. And they're, um, they're, I think, least likely to pour out their problems onto people. Yeah. Actually, I don't know about Kristen because Stasi said she constantly had to hear her problems and her complaining about. I think that's why Kristen's at a disadvantage right now because she spent the last year complaining to Stasi and Katie, and that's another bad move within this whole strategy. You don't you don't do that. You lay in the cut and stay quiet because your friends or so-called friends are just going to use that stuff against you. Yeah. Oh, so, totally. So you don't do that stuff. Yeah. If you have any problems in your relationship, keep it to yourself because look at what's happening to Kristen now. They're using it against her. Yeah. You know, like why do they care if she's with Carter or going back home with them and you know, why? Why does it matter? Totally. But, but they're but they're using it against her. They're, you know, smacking her to death with it, clubbing her to death with her own sort of comments. Okay, so let's talk about just two quick scenes and then we'll wrap this up. Um, the two things that stood out to me the most in this episode was one, Lala's behavior Ooh. of when she was having her little talk with Raquel and she told Raquel that she's forgotten her place, but she's going to remind her. Um, and just like the whole exchange, did you did you get to see that? Yeah. What'd you think? Very disturbing. Like, yeah. what is up with that, man? Like, I don't know. I don't know. And... I feel like I've watched it like four times now and I've watched the after show and all this stuff and I still, I'm not understanding where Lala's like anger is coming from. Yes, it's like deep-seated anger. And And it has nothing to do with Raquel. But... It's almost like she's like mad at herself or something. It's very bizarre. Yeah, it's very bizarre. It's almost like, so it could be coming from a, a few sources. Okay, one... She's upset with her relationship, mm-hmm. right? That's obvious. Yeah. But I don't know if that's true or not. I'm just saying that that could be a source. Yeah. Okay, she's not happy. I don't know. Maybe she doesn't. I don't know. She's just maybe just not happy. Yeah. Okay? Maybe she's not happy. Maybe she's not happy. Okay. She made the wrong decision. Who knows? Okay. That's a possibility. Two. Um, she's got uh, uh, deep anger issues or whatever from her from her dad passing. Yeah, right? that could be. Okay. And then three, uh, she's still in love with James. I I mean, I I hear everyone kicking around that theory, but I just don't see it. I don't see it either, but it sort of made sense like when it like was talked about. Like did Raquel bring that up? Who brought that up? Charlie. Char yes. Yes. Like the person who's like least involved in the whole melee is seeing it from the outside is like the someone with the more of clear objective here. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Like I, I can see outside this whole circle. Like, If anything, I can relate to when Charlie said there is 
you don't have to truly like still be in love with the person, but you can still want bad things for their girlfriend or you can like the way she explained it, like kind of made sense where it's like Lala could still be messing with that sitch a little bit. Could be. She could be. Yeah. I mean, maybe ultimately she wanted James to be like where Randall is like James if you were Randall, we would totally have a perfect relationship. I don't, I don't, there's something though off about that. I know whole, it is, it is strange. It's, it's off, yeah. yeah. It's a weird theory, but, it is. but it's, it's like the most uh, logical explanation when the, the way other, she's acting. The other um, explanation, and this is cut like, um, you you listened to, um, to Sup With Me when Laura was doing those, like, um, her like fan fictions. Yes. And one of her fan fictions was Those were great. Yeah, was like that James and I think she said this. Maybe I'm imagining it. I'm pretty sure she did though. <coughs> Excuse me, that like James and Lala are like twin flames. Uh-huh. And like no matter what Oh yeah, no, it was just totally her because remember in the James one, like she would like pass out. <laughs> And then she would like be like she would like teleport to like London and like be in his room and he'd be like, Lala, we just laid down a track. It was amazing. <laughs> and then like she would be back like they were like it was like crazy that one. But um, like it just reminds me they do have this really weird connection. And I don't think I actually like don't think it's like a sexual connection. It's something else. Like they truly are twin flames, like share the same soul. And like she's angry at like at Raquel or something. It's it's really weird. And they're both trying to get sober. They're oh, that's another thing. Maybe her getting sober as well. Like they're both battling through trying to be sober. Right. Yeah. James has a problem. Lala has a problem. It seemed like yeah i mean i don't lala i don't know the other thing is like i her anger that was coming out and everything just seems like it seems difficult to get there being sober like um i don't know like i feel like i'm sober with my friends a lot a lot a lot like i'm usually the designated driver i just i truly just don't enjoy drinking that much it doesn't taste great to me it's just not my thing so when my friends are getting blitzed it's hard for me to think that i could go up to that level of performance sober mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like that was a that was a pretty big reach yeah i mean but like the way i mean okay so lala's gone from uh, like she was recording music, she was uh performing. Remember, James and her were performing at like South Beach. Like I also didn't like pool party. Yeah, I also didn't like how she threw out there like, "Don't say I don't care about him, Raquel. I paid money to have us go into the studio." Mm-hmm. Like that was another one of her things. Yeah, and that would really bother me if I was Raquel, his girlfriend, and this other girl is telling me I paid for him to go into the studio. I do care about him. Did you do that, Raquel? Like uh-huh. that's not very nice. Yeah, I mean, does is is that the only measure of caring? Is how much money you throw at somebody? I mean, uh, how, how are you there for them when they're going through their roughest times? I think that would be a better indicator of how much you care. You know what me and Sarah did not talk about on the last episode recapping this is when she made the comment about Michael Vick. You know, she was like, oh I'm my not. Gosh. 
I'm not a, uh, she's like, I'm not a Rottweiler. I'm a pit bull. Michael Vick. She says, I'm not a, a Rottweiler. I'm a Michael Pitt. Michael. I'm Michael. Vick. Vick. Pitbull. Pitbull. Now. Which is pretty like, it's kind of like an insensitive comment because those dogs were used for fighting. Those dogs were tortured. In an inhumane way, which is strange because she's literally come out saying that she is like a spokesperson for the Utah Humane Society. Yeah, isn't she, uh, wasn't she volunteering for Lisa's Vanderpump Dogs? Yeah, well? and I, I wonder what Lisa thought of that comment because it just like truly was crossing the line and inappropriate and gross. Yeah. And yeah. then, and then, did you see how she also did like the movement to do like the head? She's like, I just want to bash my head into the to this counter. Um, when uh, when Raquel was like, Why are we talking about Logan again? Or something like that. Like it pissed her off, and she made that same motion with her head that she did towards Billy Lee. Yeah, like she was gonna headbutt. Oh yeah, yeah. What's so okay? The way she acted with Billy Lee was crazy. Crazy. Okay, like very uh, unmatched, unmeasured, like not, you know, off. Yeah. Like very disproportionate in in the way she responds. Like, you know, like imagine you're fighting with her over like, you know, you burn the grilled cheese and she just flips out and goes nuts and I hate you and just starts lunging at you. You'd be like, what the hell? Yeah. Be like, what the heck is wrong with you? Yeah, there's something is driving Lala right now that's not being talked about or shown here. Um, But yeah, the way she treated Billy Lee, the way she's treating James, the way she's treating Raquel. I have it like this is my theory on that. I have a feeling that Stassi and Katie and Jax, like the core group that already have their alliance, they are not happy that A, James has gotten to stay. Like they wanted him gone. They thought they had him gone. But the fans have brought him back. Uh Now the fans have demanded that Raquel is here too. And she has like a huge fan following because everyone's rooting for her because she's like this Bambi-eyed underdog and also my theory about politicking you can't politic against a person who doesn't have skeletons in their closet i mean raquel might but so far Mm -hmm. she looks to have a pretty clean record she has she has a college degree yes she so she is educated like you can't say that she's not she seems like a stand-up person yeah a a well-moral uh, stand-up kind of person with yeah. no, you know, no issues. Not a a backstabber or a, you know, a dishonest person. Yeah, you know, just not a you know a lunatic, right? She doesn't have a whole lot. Doesn't seem like she's got a whole lot to hide, you know, or more than most people, whatever. But yeah, those are the type of people you can't politic against, and I think that's a, why Lala is a little frustrated. That's why she keeps bringing up all the shit that James did, you and know? or if anything, how dumb she is. And that's all Jack says, too. She's dumber than a box of rocks. Yeah. That's all they say is she's dumb, yeah. which is like kind of strange because, like I said, you know. I mean, you you want to talk about somebody, you know, you want to bash them, bash for them for how they treat you, how they treat other people, how they treat themselves, right? That's how you measure a person's worth, okay? Not by how smart they are the way they look. That's why, that's why Raquel's comeback to um, Lala was, 
you can bash my character, but you can't bash my intelligence. Well, I mean, that's that's another way you can see where someone's coming from is when they um, attack somebody. Is if the, the, if the first thing they do is go to, you know, well, you know, at least I'm not ugly like you, or you know, that's 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 rich. Troll. That's rich coming from a, you know, a, a, an ugly ass housewife or something. Who who says that kind of shit? Yeah, Jax, right? He always goes. For, he always goes to that. Yeah, like Jack's like, what does that have to do with anything? What that whatever you're arguing about, someone's like, Jack's, you're not being very nice to you know your the listeners. He's like, oh, you fucking ugly housewife. Like, what is their, what does your opinion of their looks have to do with anything? Yeah, what does it have to do with anything? You yeah, know? not a very good argument. Totally, it's just kind of a shitty thing to say to somebody, you know. And Lala does that. Jack's does that. Okay, so wrapping up, what did you think about the prank that Randall did for Jax's 40th birthday to help him get back at the toilet papering incident with T, Sandy, and Max? I thought it was kind of funny. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought the cops were, I mean, Holly had told me about it. She's like, look at these cops, like they're... They got like these like shirt like you could see their shirts. They got like bacon collar shirts, white t shirts underneath, and it's like all unbuttoned. They don't look right. It looked like it didn't look right. Yeah, yeah it like, looked a little off. What do cops wear? Like, uh, first off, what? Yeah, what do they wear underneath their their shirts? Their work shirts. I've just never seen a shirt like that under there. They look very sloppy. Like cops don't tend to look. And I've as never sloppy. seen like a cop wear an earring. Were they wearing earrings? <laughs> That's what someone pointed out in the group. Shout out to who sent me the screenshot of that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, like double little hoop earrings. <laughs> yeah, the actors were kind of uh, a little off. And you, you know, know what? I, I, I meant to look this up. They looked really familiar. Like, I think I've seen them in a bunch of YouTube stuff. Like, they've arrested Jake Paul in the, in the yes, past. Okay. Yes. Okay, here's the thing. Uh, police officers do not wear white uh, Hanes... Under- Fruit of the Loom t-shirts underneath it their says that? uniform. No, I'm just looking through the uh, the photos, and it's n- something that's not typically worn. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess you see some of them do, actually. That seems like it would be, like, bulky under the uniform. I mean, they e- they either wear, like, a tie or no shirt underneath. It's just their, a tie? their work shirt. Yeah, sometimes they wear ties. I mean, maybe this is, like, the sergeant or something. Oh, I don't know. I I, I, I I don't remember what their uniforms look like. I'm trying to find them. I'm trying to look up online. I'm a good boy. I don't get arrested. Yeah. Anyways, what did you did you what do you think about Katie? Uh, did you did you understand? Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 No, I totally understood what Tom was saying. He's like. Uh, but it was a little strange how he came from that angle. He was like. You're like the manifestation of a of a YouTube comment who's just like complaining for no reason. Uh, that was a kind of weird way to describe it. But I mean, does he have something against? I mean, does this, does he read the comments a lot or something? Does that get under his skin? I mean, I think that right away when he, I mean, when he said that comment, I knew exactly what he meant, and and I felt like. I felt like I understood what he was saying. Like she's just willing to be in the opposition side of anything that's going on. Like someone's like, I you know, like, like when someone le- leaves like a comment on YouTube, like it's usually something like, uh, like let's say 
the kids in the car seat. That car seat isn't isn't uh, installed properly. Um, make sure you put the clip up higher. <laughs> you know where it's like I was just putting like. I wasn't done. Like you're trying to explain yourself like, wait, but I wasn't even, uh, uh, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. It just, especially they were having fun. I feel like Tom could have just walked away. Like there's times when someone is saying something annoying and you could just walk away and let the person have their opinion and, you know, whatever. But like he, he completely, he did lash out in like such an aggressive way. And I don't know. I think he was just making himself more and more upset by thinking about it and talking. He kept dig, even though, I mean, whatever. He just dug himself into a hole continually. He just yeah. kept doing it. And yeah. He, I feel like Tom's the kind of guy who's like, um, he feels like maybe the best way to get through it after he said something embarrassing or bad is to just kind of push through it and keep going yeah. to the other side. Mm-hmm. So I think he was trying to dig himself through the other side. He's not really. <laughs> he just kept going further and further. Um, it just seemed to make it worse. And I, I don't know. I, I I guess I'm a little disappointed, too, that it was like so shocking how rude he was to Katie. And Katie was like just seemed like super defeated. But then, like, watching the after show and watching, like, some of his interviews that have happened since the episode aired, he has truly not, um, like, both of them are kind of like, well, that's just the way we talk to each other. Even Katie said that. She was like, we go for the jugular. It's just what we do. She said that? Yeah. It didn't even seem like she got a proper apology because no, she still and looks pretty she, ticked off. No, she didn't care. Like, no, like, she was just like, eh. I said his dick doesn't work, so I guess we're even. Eh, that was a little different. I mean, he was like berating her in front of the people. And it was just truly embarrassing. Like, if you did that to me in front of everyone, I would like be so embarrassed. I mean, that's humiliating. Like, you don't do that to your partner. Like, pull him aside and be like, you know, you know, we got to talk about this when we get home or, or something. I don't know. It was like. Yeah, it was like too like he was too comfortable he was too comfortable doing it it's like when um you know you see someone like grab someone in a mean way in public you know like like just like a little bit too forceful and you're like dude if they're doing that in public in front of people to see like imagine what they're doing behind closed doors it's scary well then you start kind of like making that the normal thing exactly like you get, yeah, you starts- say, it's, it's like when couples say like i'm getting i'm gonna divorce you and like maybe they don't mean it they're gonna say it again yeah you next keep time. saying it and saying it and saying it yeah that's not the type of thing you want to say um because it becomes you know like you kind of will it into yeah whatever but um yeah not cool and he seems like he's shit on her quite a bit i mean even though come on we all know Katie's freaking annoying. Yeah. Totally. And then, like, I don't want to explain it away at all, but um, from seeing Tom, like, IRL, like, the guy does put up with a lot, and I think he's so nice. He's so nice. He's so nice. He brushes it off, brushes it off. I mean, I think everyone is allowed to explode, you know, We but... talked about this. We I talked know. about this. Yeah. He's... um. But it's, he he's he isn't saying that. It's not like he was like, I'm so sorry. Like I was just pushed too far. I don't know what happened. Like he's there. Neither one of them are saying that, which is really bizarre. Oh no, it was the um the comment to Bo. Oh yeah. So two things. Okay, guys, I just want to point this out real quick. Two things. 
where uh, somebody kind of overstepped their bounds and really shocked the person. <laughs> and it happened to Stasi and Bo. One, when Lala was was going after um, uh, Raquel. Raquel, sorry. Um, Stasi kind of got involved and said something. I forgot what she said. And Lala attacked her. And st- yeah, right. No, Raquel turned to Stasi and she's like, What do you think, Stasi? What do you think about it? And then um, uh, Lala interrupts her and goes, Just stay in your bubble, Stasi. Stay over there in your bubble. Yeah. Like, and then Stasi's mouth opened like she was going to respond. And then Lala backpedaled. Ooh, yeah, yeah. And she's like, Oh, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, it's not even worth me telling you, Stasi. Just don't get involved. Yeah. Lala, like, forgot who she was talking to. Like, dude, you're talking to the top dog. Yeah. You know, she politics on people. You don't politic on her. Like right now, Stassi's got the top position. So yeah. Be careful. And I think Stassi was, you could see that was in Stassi's mind. Like the wheels were like, the gears were grinding. Oh, like, yeah. It was. Uh, do you know who you're talking to? And then like, boom, she backed backed off. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, good thing you backed off. Because Stassi's not going to go after her right there. She's going to like, okay, let me, I'm going to conspire with Katie and everybody else. And we'll figure out a way to make you pay pay yeah um and then the next um one was tom going yeah, so, at it so tom is like just getting inappropriate and he's saying mean things and he's like katie like i don't even like you i don't even like this is why i don't have sex with you and bo's like sit sit down on this one sit down on this one sit down and um and tom's like no i'm not gonna sit down and i don't he's like um he's like yeah you're gonna sit down he's like I don't care what, what did he say? I don't care what you say or he something. He says, I'm not going to sit down and like, I definitely don't need uh, your approval. Yeah. I don't, I definitely don't need any approval from you or something to that effect. Yeah. It, it was like, especially that, from you, especially from you. Yeah. And then like, Bo was like, uh, like dog faced. It was crazy. <laughs> I mean, that was like a very satisfying moment. Like I'm, um, a lot of people were saying like, yes, but I'm glad that Bo stood up for Katie and I am too, but I'm, it was just crazy to see him put in his place like that because it was kind of like a, a, a defining moment. Like here comes Bo, here he comes and wham, he was down. Yeah. It was, uh, it was hilarious cause it was so like unexpected. Cause Tom, like once again, Tom's always like the guy to be like, Oh, come on, man. Just, you know, chill out kick back you know let's not do this right here he's always trying to be like the peacekeeper with people and all that stuff so i think like he has a lot of built up sort of anger and resentment sometimes and seeing people kind of you know try to tell him what to do or say or feel especially in that moment Bo is coming at him like all self-righteous and and tom's flew off the handle and it's like dude like basically tell him like fuck off I mind wish you would be like business. that more often. Like, mind your business, dude. Shut up, bitch. Mind your fucking business. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what he said to him. Yes, him, yes. And like, Bo knew it. He's like, basically, Ugh. basically three times in that place, like, it was like, know your place. Like, Lala yeah. said it first. And then she said, Lala said it to Raquel. And then Lala, and then Lala said it to Stasi. Yeah. And then Tom said it to Bo. Well, Lala's versions were a little more blatant. Tom was real subtle in the way he did it. Um, but you didn't expect it to come from Tom. That's the it thing. It was quick. It's like boom, and that's why he was like left pie faced. Yeah. Like, ah. Yeah. Totally. 
So that was pretty good. I I, I want to find out the sentence that he said. I know, I know. We, we, should we, go, we had it. Let's go day. watch it. Yeah, we're going to watch it. It's like three in the morning. We're going to go. Yeah, we're going to go watch, watch it real quick. So you guys, thank you so much for listening to this 55-minute rant from me and Chad. Yes. We really appreciate it, and we hope you enjoyed it. And we will do our darndest to come back and give you some more oh we want to give you more stuff to kind of listen to while everybody's at home and i mean you know, everyone like you promised them that you would do the wedding i always do that guys i'm sorry yeah okay, we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about the whole wedding in kentucky and things like that and then what sarah and, and holly went through i want to bring this up i want to talk about it. i got a lot no, of they want about. you to compare the weddings like they want like you to do sheena's wedding katie's wedding and yeah okay. yeah 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 we'll do that for sure i you know when we we get more time I, i'm definitely will <laughs> more t- yeah. um it's our two children that are the problem you guys yeah. it's not us yeah we'll blame them yeah so um yeah thanks guys i i i, I love coming back and in and, and doing this with holly but um yeah it's just stay safe um you know listen to um listen to your families listen to yourselves um don't feel like you have to do something that somebody else tells you to do do what makes you feel that you're keeping your family and yourself safe okay don't feel embarrassed to wear a mask if you want to wear a face mask and gloves more power to you if you don't you know just be careful i guess and if you want to be our friend on animal crossing send me an email vanderpump rules party at gmail.com Yes. And don't, uh, also don't panic, everybody. Stay calm. Stay safe. Can you tell that to me? I'm the one who's panicking. Yes. That's the worst thing you can do. Seriously. Even if it's a full blown, like, craziness outside and, you know, you got to. I'm not panic. I'm panicking. Like, I'm panicking on the timeline and I'm panicking over, like, am I doing enough for the kids? Is everyone okay? Am I okay? Like, how are we all going to be okay? Just try to help your friends and family and people you know who are maybe struggling as well offer help that's great don't wait for somebody to come to you offer help um we had something cool happen today which was pretty awesome um we can maybe we can get it to into it next time but um very very nice to know that people care and yeah people help you out that's true that's true yeah so just help out your your friends and family maybe strangers you know that's the that's the best thing and don't act out of character you know, I, I was on the freeway today and there was like a bunch of people speeding like, you know, I'm going down the freeway, normal speed limit. Don't do anything crazy. Right. Don't act like, you know, there's no law and order left in the world because nobody wants to be around an asshole. So, OK, keep it chill, everybody. Keep it chill. Yeah. Big time. OK, bye. Bye.